talk about some shit? Yes! Yes! Hello. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Drama. the podcast. Nice. Let's go. Let's get hyped. Uh, let's go, indeed. Um, we were gone for a week, weren't we? We disappeared. Yeah. Oh, I'm. But my name's Dan, by the way. Hello. Hello, I am. Well, oh, hi, Dan. I'm Joe. Uh, hello. Oh, hi, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I I feel like it's funny we introduce ourselves all the time just in case we have another episode that maybe some people who don't or, or like new maybe there's people. new viewers or something but there's 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 not there's not but you know why not hey mm. and hey sometimes... sometimes we just have to remind ourselves and also we just have no Should other we? idea of how to start a show so we do it like that that's probably the real reason me i said welcome to the podcast i, mean, I guess that's you did, did you said the podcast as well very funny stuff podcast, Opposed. Yes. i don't i can't remember well i said it i i didn't say it in the correct way so so that's that was kind of very funny. quirky and very funny that's kind of funny it was um that. yeah we took a week off because reasons why have you been so nosy fuck you like no i've got i can i can have privacy yeah, I don't know. Kind of, I kind, of, I kind, of, I kind of just slipped my mind. I didn't really like. Well, what kind it just passed by. Didn't what it? it was was that I knew that I was working a lot of extra shifts at my job. Asda, that's what we're. That's what we technically say. Yeah, it's Asda. Wink. It's not, uh, but it's Asda. Um, and I was picking up a bunch of extra shifts for a week, so I knew I had two days off. One day being Friday, where we were going to be busy, and the other day was Tuesday. So if I was smart, we would have recorded Tuesday, like, super early, and then I would have had all week to just edit it in between all these extensive shifts and university bollocks, and I would have had the episode up. But guess what? We're fucking lazy, and we didn't fucking do it. Yeah. I mean, it... we could have done BuzzFeed quizzes. That yeah, would have been a good that... one. Hey, I'm, hey, I'm in the, I'm in BuzzFeed quizzes. I had a good time doing those BuzzFeed quizzes, <laughs> yeah. and people I know that, like... Um, have listened to it they were like that was really funny but just nobody like watched it like it didn't get in any track but mind you we did about invincible like a week after the show finale aired and that still got no track we no traction we're like Mm. we're like non-mountain climbing or running shoes there's no traction we are like tires with no tread on a wet surface that's how little traction we have see that's the difference between you and i I make a thing about activity and running and exercise, whereas you own a car. Um, bikes have have tires. Hmm. But didn't you say car tires? Didn't you say a car specifically? Why did I say? Mm. I think I just said car tires. You can't. <laughs> what would what would I say though? I would go. Um, it, it's like a car with no tread. Did no, I I'd... say that? I Cars don't, don't have tread. I don't no, know. No, I think I would have said tires. I think you said Please, I don't like, know what I like say. I can't remember. <laughs> uh. Well, we're like... Well, Joe, as you can clearly see from this intro, we are clearly like girls <laughs> who went to school together for years, but then suddenly are all in different classes and don't see each other as much. We are out of sync. Um, hmm. s- yeah. Periods. 
I thought about saying that, and you know when you're like, I shouldn't, and while you're saying it, you're like, I shouldn't, but then you no, do. Isn't that just what you were getting at? It, what? Yeah, but I mean, like, I was like, oh, there's a thing to say, and then I was saying it, and I was like, ah, uh, it's a very long-winded way of girls. just making a joke about girls? periods. Periods. Oh, wow. I mean, that's got a. That's not you know. It's not fun. I mean, I've never had one myself. What periods? Probably yeah. not. From what I've well, heard. No, probably not. Yeah. But I mean, like, yeah. I don't mean. But hey, hey. I don't, <laughs> hey, I don't mean to mansplain you, but I had one of the worst colds of my life. And Joe, did I still go to the gym like pretty much every morning? Oh yeah. You're damn you right. I snotted into Jeez. tissues, threw them in the bin, and then benched. <laughs> I don't yeah. fucking know. Yeah. All I'm saying is, if you're on your periods, I expect ten pull-ups at least a day. Um. Yeah. Doable. Doable. Not for me. But no, when you get your I period, you're be- you're bed bound for a week. Oh no! I just literally <laughs> meant the fact that I can't do barely one pull up for some reason. Oh yes, yeah. And uh, and guys, guys, <laughs> I'm not fat. Okay. He's not fat. I've I've just gained weight. <laughs> it's like um. <laughs> it's weird. Uh, bro, I said hey, this to you the it? other day, but like in like year 10, like what? Oh. How many years ago now is that? Like, year 10 is like 15, 14, 15, 15, 16, maybe? Fuck! <laughs> oh shit! Okay, yeah, six years ago or whatever. I could, Jesus you know, I could crack out five easily. Yeah. But now, I don't know what's happened to me. I'm a husk of a man. Pull ups are weird, yeah. Like, you know. This isn't a gym podcast. I don't know what's going on. Uh, but yeah, Joe. I'm ta- <laughs> gym bros. Gym, well, we're getting Joe stacked. Uh, that's what's going on. Yeah. Joe's coming to the Stacking gym with me. In progress. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna get him stacked. Girls are gonna see you shirtless and go, wow! Keep that shirt. On. They're gonna start tearing wow. up your shirts the second you take them off. They're gonna grab them, throw them in fires and bins and all this shit. Just be like, no yeah. shirt, and it's gonna be winter, and you're gonna. Then have I'll finally know how the how the la- Lynx man feels. <laughs> the, Link, <laughs> the Lynx Africa kid. <laughs> I Bro, That was the I advert, though, like wasn't it? Pogba. I don't know. Is he, the, is he the guy? No, he's Pepsi, isn't he? No, no, no. Like the, there's an old Lynx advert where he like sprays it and. Off it, oh. Fucking like women just the... surround him and follow him. Oh, <laughs> I know. There's what about there's the Coca Cola one with the la- the guy mowing the lawn and he's shirtless and a woman's like, mm. uh, and he uh, drinks a Coke and he's like, this is how I got these abs. He points uh, at the can Coke and then he sexy. points at his abs. This is how I did it. Full he, fat. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. T- t- ten teaspoons of sugar a can, whatever it is. Hmm. Bro. Coke sucks. I'm sorry. I Pepsi's can't. greater than. I was a Coke believer at one point, but Pepsi's greater than. But also, water trumps them all. Way so, so. water is the true. Water's the drink of true champions. Mm. And uh, liquid speed. You drink that? Yeah. With inject. Uh, yeah, I mean, you could probably dr- you did could do both. You could drink anything if you try hard enough. You can inject anything. If you try even harder, yeah. If you yeah, if you can get anything to a liquid form to be drink drunk drank drunk drank drunk um, to drink consumed it consumed in a consumed liquid state in a liquid form 
Uh, yeah, you could inject. Yeah. You could inject solid things in you if you tried hard enough. I mean... Yeah. The dildos? That can, Does that count as that's injecting? That's not an injection. I don't... <laughs> I mean, you can use... That's not That's know, not like a... There I has injected... Got, there has got to be somebody... Hey, Dan, I want to inject you. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, there's got to be somebody that got off like death row or got out of prison and they got back to the girl and they said, now it's time for your lethal injection. <laughs> <laughs> Come here. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry, listeners. <laughs> Sometimes uh. things have got to be said. <laughs> oh, what are we doing today? Did, he, did we even say what we're doing yet? We're like no. Um, well, guess yeah. what, boys and girls? Because we were gonna do. It, it's been a weird week. We had a week off, and we were like, okay. And then Castlevania season four came out, and it's incredible. And we actually, that's the thing. Next week, we're doing Castlevania. I guess we'll do season four, but the whole show's finished, so we can just talk about the whole fucking thing. Um, obviously, you've got to watch it first. But yeah, I mean, you're, it's so good. You're just, you're yeah, I'm going to binge it. I'm going to binge it. So good. Um, so enjoy. Look out for that next week, um, which is going to be a week off uh, when it released. So algorithm won't work with us, but who gives a fuck? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, but so what we were going to do instead was Army of the Dead, the Zack Snyder film that is, uh, that by the time this podcast has come out, will have come out in the UK, but at the time of recording, it's not out yet. So that plan got thrown in the bin. So then me and Joe were looking for a film to watch to do for this podcast, and Joe was like, Big Lebowski? And I was like, I've never, I've never seen it, I've always wanted to, um, let's go. So then we watched Big Lebowski, fully intending to do a podcast on it. But as the film went on, the silenter we became. <laughs> silenter? More. The more silent we became. Uh, because it's good. I, I get why people like it. It's just, I don't know, it didn't really have as much of an impact as, on me as I thought it was going to. Overhypes, perhaps? Yeah. Maybe. And the whole point of the film is that it's... There's there's nothing to take away from it, and it's like it's a it's about that's it's not, clever. Yeah, so it's like, well, what the fuck do we talk about then? <laughs> you know what I mean? So we were like, okay, and then I had this idea in the back burner for a while. So last minute, we're doing it. So as you read in the title, and we've taken ten fucking minutes to even let you know what's going on. That well, section yeah, yeah. will be called intro and bullshit rant and period jokes, um, and, and injections. Yes. <laughs> I'm afraid of injections. Uh, not afraid. I have a phob- phobia's afraid. We can't get into it. My brain's afraid. I'm not. My, me and my brain are different people, and we don't get along. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about some fucking wacky, uh, wacky. Uh, let me let me read out what the article says. Wacky slush. We are going to um, wacky slush. Sorry. I don't like him, ladies and gentlemen. I don't like him. Fucking TikTok scum of the earth bullshit. Fucking. I'm gonna say it, Joe. Berate me. You are a. Fuck. I'm sorry, that was too far. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Anyway, um, so, uh, this article coming from us. Fuck, right. We're doing about movie theories. I'm gonna say it so that I can say this and it makes sense. I mean, you read the title yeah. anyway. Fuck mm. you. Mm. You're you're a smart human being. You don't plural. Need 
Like and subscribe. Blah, 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 blah. You don't need. Fuck that's... you. You get it. You're you're an intelligent human yeah. being. Um. Yeah. By virtue you, of. Uh, you yeah. found this somehow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, come on. This is the intellects podcast. If you know what I mean. <laughs> this what is a, big brain time. <laughs> I need to. I need to get a new logo because there's. Ah, it's a, the fuck. show's called Talking Shit, and there's no shit in the logo. I'm, you know. I'm working on it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're doing a thing about movie theories. I'm going to... Joe has not seen these movie theories. I've screened most of these. And by screen, I just mean fucking read them to know that there's any good that we can talk about. Uh, so I'm going to read a bunch of movie theories out to Joe. And then we're going to talk about them and be like, this is bullshit. Or maybe. Or, God, you people are stupid and have too much time in the day. <laughs> um, so I'm anyway. a monkey and Dan is a scientist. That's he true. wants to see my reaction. I'm going to teach you how to theories. fly to the moon. Ooh, ooh, ah, ah, I'm ready. You press the red button, banana come out, but then you just get used to it, so you press red button when you need to with a banana. Oh, banana. Anyway, I learn everything about sending monkeys to space from uh, Umbrella Academy. <laughs> so, this article is coming from the good old people at goodhousekeeping.com. I don't know why okay. it's on a housekeeping website. Like, all of their other stuff, like, at the top. Try the nine best vegan cheeses to try. The ten most softest sheets for the most comfortable beds. Uh, Seven-day meatless meals challenge. Like, what? all of these are, like, food. That's in your house. Uh, well, the other one's food. So, food again, in your house. Sheets in the bed. The bed's in the house. And I guess m- movies can be watched in a house, but I, it feels weird. Uh, uh, oh, I was going to say, did you watch this in your house, but you didn't? Yeah, I did. This is this is my house. This counts. Oh, okay. It's a it's an in air. Well, quotes, yeah, it's it's an yeah. in air quote studio, but it's it's a it's got it's got a bed in it. Yeah, yeah. You oh, can in know. fact watch movies from your house. We have confirmed. Yeah, I've got. Three separate screens in here of varying sizes. Because um, I'm rich. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've got a studio. <laughs> like, to anyone who doesn't know what it is, it sounds so like... It sounds oh, like... Yes, actually, it's a studio, but yeah, it counts as that. <laughs> I, I was hoping you could hear the facetiousness in my voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, for anyone American who's listening, that means sarcasm. <laughs> you fucking dumb pig fuckers. So... <laughs> Okay, Joe. Yeah. Yes. Um. Sorry, sorry, Americans. You're not pig fuckers. Um. You're all pedos. No, just you priests. Fuck. I'm going down a fucking uh hole in the ground grave. Hey, priests. Priests fuck kids everywhere. Not just America. <laughs> not just America. Come and on, can't man. we all be united under that? Um. <laughs> yeah. So. These are, officially, according to goodhousekeeping.com, the 20th craziest movie fan theories that will have you rethinking everything. Oh, no. Are they from all from this website? Like, just going to start this All website? of the ones that I'm going to go through. There may be some that I'm like, I've remembered, or I did look at other websites, yeah, but they were, all, they were all like, um, oh, maybe this person is a squall in Marvel. And you're like... Yeah, maybe. <laughs> like, okay. Like, yeah. this seemed to be the most one that has kind of just general... Because there's going to be some in here that I'm pretty sure you will have actually heard before. 
And there's just some that, like, yeah, they're theories, but it's pretty much true at this point. But this first one I've never actually heard before, so we're gonna kick we're gonna kick things off with uh, one of the most beloved movies of all time, which I think is fine. Uh, James Cameron's Titanic. Mm-hmm. As yes. a boat, boat hits Berg. Boat, boat sinks, sinks with with band playing music. Won eleven Academy Awards. Well done. Well done, you. But did you know that a popular theory is that Leonardo DiCaprio's character in the film Jack Dawson, and I I've never heard this before, but apparently this is a big thing because multiple websites had this in different forms. Uh, people think Leonardo DiCaprio's character from uh, Titanic is a time traveler. Okay. Um, do you do you want to hear why uh, before we talk? Please. So this is the evidence that they have to support it. So apparently, yeah, according to this this popular theory, Jack is actually from the future and only boards the Titanic to save Rose's life. And there's plenty of evidence to prove it. The most obvious clue is that Jack mentions Lake Wissota as a lake he once fished in, as well as a roller coaster at Santa Monica Pier. Except that both of these sites did not exist until years after 1912, oh when the Titanic sank. Oh. You need more evidence, question mark? Just take a look at Jack's out-of-place hairstyle and fashion for the time period, including a rucksack he's seen carrying that actually wasn't popular until the 1930s. Hmm. I mean, I mean, it's not true, but sure. Him being a time traveller, though, it has no relation. It doesn't change the film at all. Film. Did he know he was so, going to die? You know, you could... You could also say... You could also have a theory that he... Uh, he was... Mm -hmm. I don't know, he's a paedophile. <laughs> he's not a priest, alright? Jesus. I mean, for me, this just... He, he looked at that kid once. Oh. For me, this just smells of... They just didn't do their fucking research, because... Well, I mean, yeah, obviously. It's not exactly like the Titanic is meant to be, like, historically accurate, whatever. Like, the, the of, of with a ship that has God knows how many actual tragic stories that you could tell, you made a new one up for it. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You centre this whole real thing around something fake. So to me, it just it just literally smells of, like... Well, they just didn't do their research, and they thought that Lake was Sotter and the roller coaster in the pier. They were just like, whatever. Those are things from old times. Uh, rucksack, whoops. That I guess that wasn't popular. And the hair. The hair is literally because they needed him to look better than everybody else there. And also, in their minds, they're like, you know, because if it was actually realistic, there's not going to be a poor guy that looks this great. So yeah. you know, that'd be the hair could be one thing, but I think, I think stuff to do with dates, like. If you, bro, you're not going to mention specific... Well, obviously, it's the date that it was just set in. But, like, mm. I don't know. Isn't and that like, just a basic it, thing to just research? To what extent is James. <laughs> what is the, what extent is it also of saving Rose's life? Like, for what? It's been a while since I've seen that film, but aren't they just talking... Aren't these, like, deep-sea diver people just talking to some old woman about a necklace or, like, some expensive jewel? So did he go back in time to make sure... That she'd live so she'd have the jewel that then like oh, fucking I don't remember how the film ends with the jewel but fucking I, yeah, I, I you know I just to what end you know what I mean he's like yeah I saved her now I now I die oh phone call well I just got an exciting phone call about bananas um I wish I was joking 
uh, that's going to remind me to turn my phone off when we're recording. <laughs> very, very nice. I love bananas, <laughs> I do. Oh, God, I love bananas. But apparently so... not, they're mushy. No. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. You probably did so, when you I mean, were a kid. Yeah, true. So this theory, I think we can both say, like, whatever. Yeah. Who it's cares? just you could you could make you, up a you bunch could of say things. That's sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's. But cool, I guess know. it has some kind of evidence because. Yeah. Uh, Mistake. Yeah, but whatever. But yeah. yeah. Shut up. So do you want to hear the next one, which is a film that I know you'll know more than Titanic? Yeah. Go on. Go. On, yeah. Theory colon Nemo. Actually, yep. doesn't exist. Yep. If you remember okay. the film's opening, Marlin okay. wakes up from a barracuda attack on his family to find that only one of the eggs survived, and he's crippled. But one theory suggests that this grieving father only imagined that one son survived, which means that Nemo, he ain't real, but is only a figment of Marlin's imagination to like deal with the loss of whatever. Oh, uh, uh, okay. Following this theory, the entire movie is an allegory of a father's journey through the five stages of grief. Uh, I think I've heard this, yeah. I've, yeah, I, think I was going to say, it sounds familiar when I was reading it. And the kicker, as they put it, uh, Nemo actually means nobody in uh, Latin. Oh. Which, to be honest, as far as pretension goes, yeah, if you're going to make connections to Latin, there is probably something to it. Because <laughs> as soon as you become pretentious... Yeah. The first thing you jump to is Latin. Don't believe me. The very first short f- uh, film script that I ever wrote that was just artsy bollocks for some assignment. Like I was being super edgy teenager. I must have been like 14, 15 when I wrote it. Um, was called Prodigione, which is like Latin for just some basic... Like the film was to do with grief and loss of whatever. Kind of like Nemo then. Um, and I think it had some kind of recurring motif about like... A, a woman trying to lead this this guy somewhere, but it's only through more and more trauma. Uh, and so, like, the word prodigione, I don't remember what it means. But basically, it had something... It was basically just, hey, this just, is vaguely what the yeah. film is about. Oh, here's a cool-sounding Latin word that does it. Whatever. <laughs> Actually, prodigione means betrayal, fraud, deceit, dishonesty, trick, or duplicity. You know nothing, you fuckface cunt. Oh, and I got an yeah. A. Uh, <laughs> nice. Um, so no, I I can see that. Sure, I mean it's a bit yeah, weird that his but... imagination makes to get deal with this makes a you know makes it comedy, and <laughs> there's a lot of yeah a, yeah. I mean, if you just like... say that theory, like if you hear the plot of the movie and you hear that theory, you could be like ah yes, but then if you watch the movie in conjunction with this theory, You'd be like, then nah. it's like. Okay. You're telling me that through the stages of grief, he imagined himself in the mouth of a whatever that fucking bird is that can carry water, and also he'd have to. Uh, so yeah. in Pelican. in this in this thing to deal with the loss of his son, he had to like do this narrative where he nearly lost it, where he nearly lo- has him lost for the entire fucking film, and also he had to imagine like human lives and like come up this girl character that accidentally shakes the bag of fish and kills them. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. the society of like, you know, these of these band of weirdos that have to try and escape a fish tank. Like it's a, you know, it's a cool idea, but again, it's like yeah, I get it, but also. Hmm. You with me? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, although maybe, maybe 
did the dad specifically do wacky shit himself or get into wacky I mean, situations? no, don't go wrong. There were a lot of things that were like, he's just the straight man. Because there's that constant joke about like, you're a clownfish, but you can't even like tell a joke or whatever. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, he's the straight man and things happen around him and whatever. Yeah, because it could be like... Like all the stuff that wacky stuff on like Nemo's side that happens, it's like him thinking, "Oh my god, I wish he's, I wish he's okay and got some buddies, <laughs> and he's brilliant in fishy heaven." He gets some buddies, I guess. And also, to help him. I, I, also yeah. a bit of a dick is imagination. His son, who like, you know, all his kids died, so he imagined one surviving. He made him a, he made him a cripple with a shitty fin. Dick move, bro. <laughs> yeah, your imagine—it's like your imagination wants him to fail. <laughs> yeah. It's like you—it's like, maybe what is his name? Marlin. Marlin, I think, is the dad. Yeah. Maybe Marlin, like it's not even a thing where he wants to. He, I don't know. He really he wanted he, he wanted like to him to get. Son suffer. Yeah, he wanted to get so close and then just torture himself by like. <laughs> Nemo dying or something, but oh, I don't fuck, I don't know. Uh, you ready to move on? Yeah. This next one I like a lot, and not just because I've done a live version of this film on stage. Uh, so this is about yeah, this is about the movie Grease. I was uh okay. Danny Sex back. No, what's his name? Zuko. Thank you. I was in it. I didn't even fucking know. Uh, which I found out the other day, apparently some girl had, like, some some girl that I know, her sister who saw me, like, in Greece, uh, like, had, like, the biggest crush on me ever and basically thought that I was him. You know, like, uh, kids do. And my driver uh, was just telling me about this, like, ah, and I'm like, that makes me very uncomfortable to think of a, a child that's, like, in year 7, 8, so what, 12, 13, having a massive crush, like... You know what? I you know it happens. Young kids go like, "Oh, Zac Efron oh. in High School Musical," <laughs> but like to oh, have it be God. like, "Yo," and like my driver just kept going on about, it, and I was like, "Stop!" I was like, "This is unco- I'm not a priest, all right, God." And she's not a boy, so if I was a priest, it would yeah. whatever. And what I'm saying is that priests yeah. fuck boys more than girls. Um, <laughs> it's true. Anyway, so this theory about Greece, I like it a lot purely just because it's a it's dumb. Uh, the theory is that Sandy dies at the beginning of the movie. Okay. The key to this theory is both the beginning and the end of the film. Uh, Grease opens with Sandy and Danny meeting at the beach, blah, blah, blah. Ends with the final shot of the couple driving up towards the sky in a flying car. You know, as you do. While everyone goes, we stick together like wobble, 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 um, there you go maybe no that is how it goes yeah i mean there's actual words that i i had to learn the specific like it's like just let us all just go i just would love a mess of just bing bong boop bing bing bong um well, one dark fan theory uh, posits that Sandy actually drowned at the beach. Remember the line, I saved her life, she nearly drowned. Yep. Wow. Oh, I'm auditioning again, folks. So um, so what? in what reality is this happening then? Hang on a second. And the entire movie is just a fantasy sequence playing in Sandy's head as she dies. Uh, with the last scene in the car signifying Sandy being sent up to heaven. Talk about the lyric, I've got chills, they're multiplying. 
Oh, I see, uh, I see you, what you did there, article. Yeah. Well done, good housekeeping. Multiplying. So, but what what would be the reason for her imagining? Ne- uh, also, she, this whole time, we'll... I'm. This article just has a picture of her at the end, like zoomed in on her face as she's like smiling and waving at people. It's making me very uncomfortable. The way she's like smiling and looking at it is as if she's through her teeth, being like, real. It's real." David Tennant. Uh, the Daleks. <laughs> the Cybermen. <laughs> Slidine! <laughs> Slidine! The Shantarans! <laughs> Weeping Angus! Rose, come back here! <laughs> Rose, You Tyler. too, Donna! He <laughs> sounds like a pervert! <laughs> Martha! Oh, Rose, Martha. give me that ass! <laughs> But it's not even how he speaks, that's the thing. We literally just do like a, a lisp, pretty much. Like, or like fav- a, I don't know. My favourite thing about when he became Doctor Who was that, like, the very, like, second or third episode he ever did, the, like, first Bad Wolf one that had the werewolf in the hospital or whatever, and it's, like, in Scotland, and it's, like, David has like, oh, no, I get to pretend I'm Scottish. And you're just like, why, why make him English if in the third episode you're going to go, look, He's doing an accent, but it's his real one. I was like, what the fuck? Uh, yeah. How, can you even do... Oh, the <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what a fantastic actor. Uh, but yeah. anyway... Actually. But, like, again, yeah, he's actually incredible. Jessica Jones season one. Mmm, tasty stuff. I've never I've never been like, that rapist, what a good actor. <laughs> not, David Tennant's not a rapist. He is in the show. Um... Anyway, so Greece, yeah, cool. So far, none of these have been like, yeah, that's really cool. I'd like to think and look at it in that way. I mean, don't yeah, maybe, wrong, maybe we should the idea get Matt, of Pat, dying, Matt Pat right. on this. On do you think he'd on come on the show? Podcast. Yeah, yeah, I think he would. Film We're very relevant. Theories, uh, game. Th- yeah. So, are you now ready for a theory that I'm pretty? I think it's Pat and Oswald's theory or something. I think Pat and Oswald came up okay. with this. Okay. Um, it's about the Dark Knight. And, of course, it's about the Joker. And I've heard this before. I'm pretty sure you have, too. And I actually really like it. Is that the actual origin of the Joker in that is that he's like... This one says specifically an Iraq war veteran, which I guess was around the time. Oh. But just the idea that he's ex-military and, like, he's had, like, some kind of PTSD, like... Uh, just well, snapped, you yeah. know what I mean? And I, I like... it. Everyone, I mean, he's pretty fucked, yeah. Everybody I mean, links it back to that one when he's talking to Harvey... And he's trying to win him over to his side, and he says, like, if it, nobody cares if, like, a truckload of soldiers gets blown up. Uh, um, uh, yeah. Which, you know, like... I mean, knowing his origin makes absolutely no difference to the film whatsoever, which I kind of like about this theory. It's not like, reshape how you thought the entire... Sandy's dead and Nemo never existed. Um, mm. But it, it is literally just like, hey, here's a line in the film. He's like, he's good with explosives, weaponry, close combat, all this stuff. It makes sense. I, I, I buy into that. I mean, it makes I mean, no I difference wouldn't call, to watching the film at all. But I wouldn't I like call it. Joker's fighting style, um, you know, trained soldier, um, CQC, trained um, well, well, fighting. They, well, like, I would call it pretty unhinged and wacky. Well, bearing in mind he is now crazy, but just in terms of how he's able to, like, you know, strategize and come up with all these plans and, like, turn the whole city upside down and, like, 
rig a hospital full of explosives. Maybe he was an ex- maybe he was an explosives uh, guy. Maybe he was, you know, dealing in that stuff, and he wasn't, you know. I mean, even if you're a soldier, you don't really get taught hand to hand. You get given a knife, and you know, like how oh, they get close. Well, you don't... must do C C Q C close quarter combat training. Yeah, but like you don't get taught like fucking Batman ninja kung fu. <laughs> I guess. You get taught how to I put guess. a blade in your boot, you stamp the boot down, and then you kick Batman in the whatever, and he goes, "Oi!" Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I like that. I don't know how I got these. Fuck. Um, I'm going to skip through the next few, because a lot of them... I remember I there was a section... scars. <laughs> there, is, there is a section of just like, it's Ferris Bueller, but... Ferris is just a figment of Cameron's imagination because he's the kid he wishes he could be and you're like okay I guess but then the girl that's there is she just also a part of this is he is he going around in this in this like is he going around in this day but no one's actually there is it like a is it like a hot attention type deal know. so like there's I not actually know. so in the scenes where Ferris is driving the Lambo or the Ferrari whatever I it is. I never watched this film. <laughs> Cameron's I just you've watched never it. watched Ferris Bueller's Day Off. No, I have not watched it. Are you crazy? Yes. It's actually we're watching that. We are watching that. Don't you remember point. when I I got confused with? I said that 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 Tom Cruise scene where he slides on the thingy. I said that was Ferris Bueller because that's that's risky. That's risky business. I can understand why if you hadn't seen either of those films, but you saw that scene, you might get confused if you knew titles. I get they're they're very much the same vein. Um, Oh, this one I really like. This is a Willy Wonka and the uh, Chocolate Factory. um, Oh, Wait, I've it's heard called some... Willy Wonka and the. Cho- I thought it was called Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Uh, I don't know. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate. Has it been called that? I'm. I'm. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Fuck. Jesus. That's that's blowing my mind. Um. But yeah. So no, it's not the theory that we already went through in the Snowpiercer video where Willy Wonka grows up to be the crazy guy on the train, <laughs> which <laughs> is so dumb. But I love that guy. I love that guy's videos. Check that out. Uh search Snowpiercer Willy Wonka theory they're great videos but I like the idea that Willy Wonka is a serial killer <laughs> um yes I'm on board I see I'm on board I mean too. it's kind of just displayed isn't it is it not but yeah I was gonna say so they go through many people speak later that he's actually calculating murder who takes delight in luring children into his factory planning out each <laughs> of their demises as part of a Saw-esque scheme hey uh, who's been yeah. watching Saw all week and things about Saw <laughs> This guy. There's uh, there's another theory coming up later that is to do with Saw as well that I think is very funny and cool. Um, mm. This explains why Wonka is completely unfazed by their various accidents, air quotes, and also why Umpalumpas are always ready with a prepared song and dance routine as each child faces their fates. Uh, also, what this doesn't point out, but I saw it. <laughs> yeah, that's fucked. What I, what I saw <sighs> in another theory which was exactly the same, but it was like, he's a cannibal. And it was like, what, why is he a cannibal? I don't know, but someone's already done the killing one, so cannibal. <laughs> he kills and then eats them. I was like, nah. But the killing, somebody did mention that as less and, as more and more kids just get like killed, all the vehicles that come to like, pick them up and take them places conveniently always have one less seat. And you're like, hmm, he was planning on these kids being gone along the way. <laughs> but yeah, sorry, you were going to say. Well, I was just gonna say I I can't remember exactly, but as you as you say that there's like 
dance sequence, you know, parts where all the Oompa Loompas are dancing. Insane. Just imagine those scenes where, like, either the audio's quiet and there's, and there's like, sinister music playing whilst they're Can all dancing. Can you imagine? You wake up, you went. You go to sleep, you wake up and your bed's just at the end of a dark hallway and all you can hear coming closer to you slowly says, I've got a knife, I'm going to lethal inject you. <laughs> like, With bro. like a yeah, sinister beat underneath. Imagine them all doing like the Pennywise dance. You know <laughs> that? Coming closer to you. Yeah, and they're all like, oh, 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 oh. Uh, oh, I heard some... I'm gonna stick a finger in you. Weren't all the... All the, like... I'm gonna say small people. Oompa Loompas. The actors. I think they... They were big on sexual harassment, I think. I've heard something about this, yeah. I know where I heard it. stick a few fingers in. Oh, no. They Bill cosby it. He's think, looking it up, folks. Um, no, you've said that, and it's made me think. Yeah, no, I did hear something about. Was it Mr. Sun? Maybe Mr. Sunday. It might have been Mr. Sunday. That's where we get um, everything else we do on this podcast from. <laughs> I mean, um, we're original. Fuck. Yeah, He's I'm trying really hard, it. folks. Uh. Uh. I'm not finding the first. I was gonna say, there's a weird smile on your face. I was worried. No, this is. Is this just something we've imagined? Uh, maybe. Fuck. Okay. Well. I've definitely. <sighs> I think yeah. I feel like I've heard something. I'm gonna go into the next one and. Uh, yep. Yeah, you keep you keep searching. I'll talk you through this one. So this one's about uh, Harry Potter, and. I like this theory, I guess, but it also makes no sense. Um, so the idea, so the theory is a very bold title. It is the Dursleys, which are like you know, yeah. the family that he's with, um, yeah, his yeah. his aunt and whatever, are cruel to Harry for a good reason. So I was like, what kind of bullshit is this going to be? Where it's like the meaner they are to him, the more likely he will eventually defeat Voldemort or whatever. Uh, but no, it just turns out that you know, you know how Harry ends up being one of the Horcruxes, kind of. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. he has to die in order for whatever. Um, the idea is that you know the Horcrux that Ron wears in Deathly House Part One that makes put literally puts him in a shitty mood, like it makes you yeah, miserable yeah, yeah, yeah. and whatever. The idea is that they were in, they've been around Harry for so long that they're miserable, and it's like being around him is. But Ron had that Horcrux on for maybe. Let's say they were traveling quite a bit. Let's say maybe a few months. And, like, if you really want to be, like, whatever about it, there is no way they could have been traveling for more than a year at that section of the film. Maybe they had. I don't feel like they did. but I, It's got. It's a couple months, right? They had Harry non-stop with them for, what, how old is he when he goes to the first one? 11 or 12 or something before he went in the first Harry Potter? And you're just a little bit mean... Ron had it for a few months and he was like, you sleep with my girlfriend, I'm gonna fucking shout and storm off. How 12 years? Yeah. And then also it's like, yeah. why wouldn't every single person around him just be like, as soon as they're near him? And they kind of are to a certain extent, but no, I don't buy into that. Because hmm. imagine Dumbledore just eventually being in a shitty mood with him. I mean, there was that moment where... <laughs> 
But like, you know, have you seen those videos where it goes to the book and it's like, did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? Dumbledore asked uh, yeah. calmly. Yeah. <laughs> it just shows. And in the film. And he's like slamming him against some fucking like a bunch of like trinkets or something. They're yeah, like falling yeah. off. <laughs> I love that movie, man. But yeah, I don't fucking buy it. Um, I'm not putting stock into it. Uh, we're skipping over the James Bond one. J- the theory is just that James Bond is just a code name and it goes to different people. Yeah, no shit. Uh, it, it, oh, I like this one about Aladdin. We'll do the Aladdin one. Um, uh, I remember hearing this as well. I think oh, I've heard this before. Uh, the idea is that Aladdin's not actually set in the past. It's actually a post-apocalyptic future. And the idea is that because the genie knows a bunch of pop culture references from back in the day. It's like a barren wasteland. Um, I think there's something else where at the start, the the salesman is selling things that aren't from that time or like, you know, just, I think most of it just relies on the So like the last time he was, he was used was like when the film was released, like when he was summoned from the the bottle. Yeah, or maybe he's just That's how he knows all these wacky things. He's just been around and like, you know. Yeah, and like, yeah, but these guys, it's been so post-apocalyptic that the world's like starting again, and we're going back to simpler times. Yeah. And there's um, magic. That's cool, I guess. I mean, I'm not gonna go into it thinking that, and I love Aladdin, so I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't really make a difference. I the mean, setting, you could, yeah, the setting you could really think... doesn't matter. I mean, yeah, like, what is the film really like? Um, well, it's about the characters they... more so than anything else. Yeah, they. You know, there's this poor, poor lad, uh, princess. Uh, she's Prince kind of Ali, like... Ali, 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 He's yes. strong as ten regular men, definitely. Correct. Sorry. By the way, we're on about the animated Aladdin, because the live-action one can fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. But, well, I mean, we could be on about either, but... Specific... No, they're diff- they are different. They're different. There's fucking... I won't be silent. Yeah, but the gen- the general plot. I mean, this changes. The genie's a bit of a dick. In the... yeah, he's just. But it's basically reason, a love story. Poor weights. person, rich person. Yes. Wow, they get together. She's fucking. She doesn't want to be there. Wow, she he's kind Iago of saves him. Shows him has a personality. The animated. They actually have a voice yeah, for yeah, him. Yeah. So like, yes, this could this this could happen in a wacky world where yeah. it's post-apocalyptic so yeah, sure, you know not? you can think of that it is obviously not yeah. but it's not but yeah it's uh, fun to think about theory about pulp fiction i feel like neither of us have seen it so we don't care even though i know it's one of the best films uh, of all time i've seen it uh just the idea that uh, marcellus wallace's soul is what's in the briefcase i don't uh, like any of these what's in the briefcase okay. theories yeah, it's like it's like the whole point is that it doesn't matter it's like that's not the po- that's why there's just a light. It represents whatever you want. Quentin Tarantino has literally said, "I'm sick of answering fucking questions about what's in the brief." It just it's whatever you want it to be. It's like fuck. Uh, Iron Man two theory. This isn't a theory anymore. This was actually confirmed that you know in Iron Man two, the little kid that's wearing the Iron Man stuff. So that drone's like, "You Iron Man, I kill kid," and like Tony Stark saves him and is like, "Cheers, kid." That kid. Oh. Yoink. Oh my god, I'm sorry. It's not because I'm oh, bored, it... I don't sleep. Nah. Don't you know it. No, you know it. Go on, you know. The one you're getting there. You know it. Nah. Was it were you gonna say he becomes Spider Man? No. Okay, well yeah, that kid. I have Spider-Man. heard I, I was trying to think of that one. 
fact. Yeah. Because I which, had heard it before. But, which, if yeah. you actually think about it, is it's whatever. I mean, the chances it's very funny that it happened. Because I feel like that movie doesn't even take place in New York. Not that you don't travel with kids and go other places, but hmm, whatever. It's a cool. I mean, it doesn't matter. Who's watching Iron Man two going Spider Man? <laughs> I was actually Tom Holland under that mask. They knew all the way back then. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, this. So this is the theory I wanted to get to. So this is uh, Home Alone. Classic, absolute right, yeah. classic. Everyone I haven't watched that either. Lol. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my oh, god. Yeah. Oh yeah. How have you never seen Home Alone? It's incredible. Hey, I've watched a lot of movies, but there's there's an odd one here and there which. Just for some reason. So, no, no, I'm so excited about this theory. But you know what Home Alone is, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, like he's Home Alone, and uh, Kevin, some people try and he's like steal stuff seen... or rob it, and he's like they're trying stopping to kill, them with traps and shit. They're trying to shit. kill him. They're actually trying to kill the kid for annoying them. Oh, I thought they were trying them. to like just rob the house or some shit. So okay. they start off as the the sticky bandits. No, they're the wet bandits first, and then in the second they become the sticky bandits. And the idea is that they've gone around casing houses, these rich neighborhood houses in whatever state it takes place. I've forgotten. And um, they're on about how, like, uh, a bunch of families are going away for Christmas. Uh, So they go around as Joe Pesci goes around as a police officer uh, seeing who's going to be out of town and who's not. And, like, they... There's a scene where they're sitting and they know when all of people's timed alarms are coming on. And he's like, that house will light up, that house will light up. And they are just trying to rob. But obviously, Kevin stays home alone. So they're like, wait a minute, what's going on? And it becomes a thing of like, this kid's on to us. And also then, the what I'm trying to get at is that like, the main thing is that they try and invade the house. And he sets up a bunch of different things. A bunch of cool and clever different traps. Do you see where I'm going with this? With the word traps, it sets up. They've got a bunch of. Yeah. They've got a bunch of traps, like you know, paint cans attached to rope coming down from the ceiling and hitting them in the face, and like a tarantula that he lets loose, and even trip wires on a door that set off airsoft guns. Because Uh-oh. according to this theory, he then goes on to make trip wires below doors that maybe set off shotguns. The theory yeah. is that Kevin grows up to be Jigsaw from the Saw franchise. Right. <laughs> Which okay. I find so funny because the picture is of him I mean, sitting... It's like... it's like, um, Who's the kid who plays Kevin again? What's his fucking name? Macaulay Culkin. It's Macaulay Culkin yeah, God, he's fucked, top isn't he? With his, no, he's cool now. But he's, he's, reco- he? he's recovered from MJ and okay. life. You know. That's good. He's marrying... He's, got a, he's having a baby with somebody who's actually attractive and like cool. I'll look it up after this, but it's, it's very cool for him. Uh, and he likes wrestling. He's he's done a few matches. He's cool. Uh, it's he's got his his hands like you know the proper like my mm, masterminding like ooh at the top of the stairs and then beneath it's the picture of Saw of a Jigsaw from Saw Two when like Donnie Wahlberg comes in asking like and he's being all smart and like smiling and I just like the idea of like it makes Saw in the bot like Jigsaw in the bottom it makes him look like a wholesome guy. <laughs> he's like smiling like yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, so because Saw's whole thing is like he's he's trying to teach people to appreciate life. Yeah, and kind of he, not do bad things. Like you know, give them a. He got I don't know. he got cancer, and then he was in a car accident that nearly killed him, but didn't. 
and he removed a pipe from himself and was like, wow, that was hard to do and now I appreciate life. So what I'm going to do is mutilate people and give them hard choices to then appreciate their lives. And be like, but also, hey. he puts he puts a guy in... He has a trap set up at the start of Saw 5, maybe. 5 or some, five or 6. And there's a guy who's basically in charge of like healthcare, works for some healthcare company in six or whatever and he's he's strapped up because he's like guess what motherfucker you not giving people their healthcare benefits when they need it most you're essentially choosing who lives and dies so now you're in a sore and he's like oh no and then the first he's in this so he's in this machine at the start where he's got a mask on and he's breathing and he's attached to a pump and every breath he takes works a mechanism with the pump that forces two metal blocks to get like closer and closer to crushing his like ribs and lungs basically that kind of area um so it's like how strong are your lungs buddy and who does he put him against a fat janitor who's a smoker and you know why the smoker's in there jigsaw like turns to him and the thing is like this man has continued to smoke despite having high blood pressure and you're like what, what the fuck <laughs> where was his <sighs> chance to appreciate life Ah, oh, I guess you can't breathe good, and then he dies, and the guy gets out. But I find it funny. I like the idea that what if it went wrong, and somehow this like smoker guy maybe had quit recently and was proper on the warpath, and like outbreathed the guy that the whole thing was based around. So there's just this guy going through this thing, and he's like, "Wait, who are these people I have to save?" And he's like, "Oh, I had a whole fucking, I had a whole fucking thing planned, you noob!" <laughs> like, he's like, "God damn it!" Um, but anyway. Uh, yeah, I like that. That's fine. Who cares? Like, yeah, who it's cares? funny. It's funny. It, it made me laugh. <laughs> and someone even put it down to like, you haven't seen fucking Home Alone, but he's afraid of his basement in that, and he keeps having this thing where if he goes down to the basement, there's like a boy, a big boiler, like a big fire thing that like the the mouth kind of opens of it and shuts like the gate, like it's an evil mouth. And then oh. um, in Saw Two, there's a house where in the basement there is a furnace that some guy gets burned alive in so it's like ah he turned his fear into a trap and that trap's so stupid he literally the guy goes into the climbs into a furnace and there is a injection hanging from but this is just turned into talking about so we should do an episode on saw because it's been fascinating me recently um and this in this needle is hanging from a rope inside the furnace and he needs the needle because he's poisoned they're all poisoned and they've all got different traps to get needles to inject themselves to fix them from the poison right and he gets in this furnace and like he just sees it attached to a rope and what does he th- he's just like i'm just does he gonna dive po- in he, he no he so he goes in the furnace that's fine he has to do that but he looks at this inject in this needle coming from the top and he's attached to a string and his mind his thing is well he just wants me to get in the furnace to be scared i'll just grab and yank that motherfucker it's a, it's literally a rope that's attached to like uh, a string that closes the door and shuts him in and then he burns and it's like bro, think for more than 2 seconds come on like there's this one of the one of the girls in saw 2 goes into a room where there's a glass box and she has to put her hands through these like metal folding things that as you put your hands in fold around it so that when you, if you try and pull them out again like it's going to cut you you can't get them out and it's going to cut you up in the wrists and you'll bleed out and die you know you know what the answer to that trap is there is a lock visibly on the back and there's a and there's a key next to it 
All she had to do was look and see a key in a lock and go, oh, and just open the box. But because they've been poisoned for so long and, like, that room took a bit to get to, their minds aren't all there. And you're like, how is that? How is this teaching them to appreciate life? Look for keys in glass boxes <laughs> before you put your hands in things. And just real quick before we move on, the moral of Saw 4 is that this guy should appreciate his life more because he wants to save everybody. And he rushed through a door too quickly once and a guy said, never rush through a door that you don't haven't checked or whatever. And the final trap is that if he rushes through a door to save somebody, it'll kill them. So if he doesn't go through the door, it won't kill The whole movie is teaching him not to go through doors. What is happening? Anyway, best franchise ever. Um, sorry, that went on. I I didn't realize how much I had to say about Saw. We should we should do an episode on Saw. That'd be funny. Um, sure. Inception theory. Okay. Cobb, so Leonardo DiCaprio's character. Uh, can I just up top say Inception's one of my favorite movies ever. I really love. I think it's fun. Every time I watch it, I like it more. It's such a good popcorn movie. Better than Tenet. Uh, you like it, right? Yeah, yeah, very nice. So the real, so the theory is, is that you know how Cobb's totem is the dreidel, and how yeah. like well the spinning top or whatever, and at the, the end you yeah, know, yeah. Um, you know it's like oh is he in a dream is he whatever blah blah blah. Yeah, um, yeah. There's a theory that his actual totem is the wedding ring, and I've heard mm. this before as well, which is very cool. So it's like instead of the top, which originally belonged to see because it was the it was the totem of his wife he mentions that like she used it to know so it's like so how does it then work for him is it just because she's dead so now it's it but that's they say like if anyone else touches your totem it's fucked um yeah but one fan theory suggests it's actually his wedding ring after all he's seen wearing the ring in every sequence when it's a dream but he's never wearing it when he's awake this would certainly solve the movie's biggest mystery of whether Cobb is awake at the end uh, as his wedding ring is clearly absent in the very last scene I like that. Well, so idea. it is a dream. No, so it's actually not. So he's actually awake and he gets to be back with his kids. Because so he's always wearing the ring when he's in it. When he's in a dream, he's and in real life he's never wearing a ring. And at the end, he's not wearing a ring. But if, but at the end, hadn't we all only seen him in real life? That's the only time we'd seen him in real life. Then, if that was true. No, because he never wears the ring. Like when they're planning the heist, when he's meeting Ariadne or whatever her name is for the first time. Basically, anything that is real life early on in the film, when he's not in a dream, because we even see him do the drill and it stops at one point. He's not wearing a wedding ring, but as soon as they go into a dream, he's wearing the ring. But also, I know the totems work in different ways depending on how you interpret them. But what? How can a ring let you know? Like, do you just put the ring on and go? Mm, that don't feel right. For like, for like, and maybe this is actually how it is because Christopher Nolan, lover of cinema, may like that would be a totem for us, the audience, rather than the character. So, but I actually think that is actually kind of cool if it is that. Like, I it would give people a way of like just telling themselves that it's he's awake at the end and that satisfies me. But I mean, the whole point is that it doesn't matter anymore because he just wants to be with his kids, whether it's real or not. So I mean, you know, but. If you need that, there it is. There's your, there's your, there's your answer. I mean, also Michael Caine's gone on interviews and been like, "Well, any scene I'm in is, uh, I'm uh, Christopher Nolan told me that I don't know what this voice is. Um, 
he told him that apparently... A bumbling old man. Uh, we, uh, yes. Any scene that I'm in is real life, and I'm at, I'm at the end, so it's real. Um, <laughs> so there's two reasons to think it's real at the end. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, these are some of the ones I want to skip over. Uh, Toy Story theory that Sid grows up to be a garbage man in Toy Story 3. Oh, uh, yeah, that's all Okay, that whatever. Uh, the Shining is about faking the moon landings. It's been so long since I've seen The Shining, I don't even want to go through that. Uh, Wizard of Oz theory, Dorothy is the Wicked Witch of the East. I didn't even read this one, I just went, no. Uh, there's a really cool Fight Club theory about the narrator and Tyler eventually... They're grown-up Calvin and Hobbes, but because we're not American uh, or Australian, for some reason, those are the people who know it, I don't even know what Calvin and Hobbes is. I know it's something to do with detectives. One's a fictional character in his head and one's whatever, but basically somebody, a comic book about a detective who has an imaginary friend who helps him solve crimes, then grew up to be Fight Club people, I guess. Okay. So, yeah, I don't put a lot of weight behind that. Uh, again, another one, Monsters, Inc., the monsters are afraid of the Black Death. Fine. Whatever. What? The theory comes together when you consider how the bubonic plague was mainly spread through fleas, which would explain the monsters' reactions when a single sock was found on someone's back. After removing the sock, they shave off the monster's fur. So it's basically just... The Black... Yeah, it's dumb. <laughs> um, no, yeah. I've heard, this one, I've heard this one before, and I'm like, I guess, but also, what a dick... You've seen Back to the Future, right? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. The idea is that Doc Brown was suicidal the whole time. <laughs> uh, and the okay. idea is that none of his inventions actually, like, have ever worked before. So, it, like, none of them, barely any of them work. So it's very strange how he creates time travel. So the idea is that he actually wasn't even trying to do that. He was just trying to... Make a really himself. fast car so he dies or... Like, and... Like or what? maybe there was some something behind it like, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna make time travel exist. Yeah, that's what I'm working on, but I'm just going to kill myself and get hit by a car. But that also means that he tried to kill his dog because <laughs> the dog was hey. in the car. Yeah, I mean, so, there's, easier, also, there's easier ways, Doc. And when are they saying he actually tried to... Yeah, I was going to say, because when he tests it for the first time, like he drags Marty in the way with the camera... Doc grabs Marty when he tries to run in the same scene, leading many Marty, people to believe come with me. that it was actually a murder-suicide attempt. <laughs> Marty, I want you to die with me. <laughs> and my dog. Um, yeah, I mean, whatever. We can all die I, together, Marty. I, I don't want to think that because I love Back to the Future and it's the most stupid and fun thing ever, so leave it be, please. I don't want to think Doc Brown's suicidal. Ah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. And then this last theory, uh, which is actually timing pretty well because we're just coming up to an hour, is really fucking stupid because it's not a theory. It's just a way of wording what Jurassic Park is. So it's about Jurassic okay. Park. And the theory is that... So the theory starts out strong and says, the dinosaurs aren't actually real. And you go, whoa. Hang oh. on a sec. What are, are we? To, are we? Are we saying aliens? Are we saying holograms? What? What is? is Mecca. It all, is it in Mecca everyone's dinos. head? What's going on? And then it says, according to one theory that uh, posits that the dinosaurs aren't real, Jurassic Park is actually an elaborate scheme of park creator John Hammond to make profit from a deceptive spectacle. In other words, he cre he created the dinosaurs from a mix of existing animal DNA into what people think they look like. 
that that's meant to shock me that's the point of the fucking film i'm pretty sure they definitely say it in jurassic that world. is what happens but I'm fairly certain they were like, we even, like in Jurassic World, they say, yeah, we even alter the DNA to make it look more like what people think dinosaurs look like because raptors have feathers, y'all. Like, they already say that. Like, what? The fuck? And also, yeah. if that's the case, how much effort did he go through to. He's still making creatures from nothing. It's still incredible either way. It's not like you go, ah, that ain't a fucking real dinosaur. You just made a thing that looks exactly like what we think they look like that is our interpretation of a dinosaur. Ah, you fucking, you fucking nerd. You fucking dog. It's so dope. Like, there's an exclamation mark of like, what people think they look like. Yes, that's the film. I'm sure that's what the film is. I don't remember if they mentioned it in Jurassic Park, and I refuse to go through the entire film just to prove this point. Because in Jurassic World, later on, they say it anyway. So even if it was a theory that you could posit, Jurassic World is in the same universe. They fucking... No. You're dumb. That's what the film is. You fucking... Yeah. And like, so what? Like, you know what I mean? What's the alter? It's like you, you, you made life either way. Like, fuck. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Like it Not was always about, and, and the idea is meant to be like, oh, it's for money. It was always about money. Spared no expense. That's his. Like that's his. That's his fucking catchphrase. <laughs> oh, some movie theories are stupid, but. That's a 20 out of 20. We actually made it all the way through. Wow. We spent a bit longer on others. I thought there was more of a dead zone in yeah. the middle of films I didn't get theories I thought were bullshit, but they actually were more towards I mean, the end. Yeah. I mean, you skipped through, yeah, you skipped through a, bu- a few at the end. Yeah, yeah, because they were all like, and I skipped through like, Ferris wasn't real in uh, Risky Business. It was Tom Cruise all along or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um,. Yeah, what what would you yeah. say is your favourite one out of that? What would you say is your favourite one? Um, from what you may be able to vaguely remember. Fuck, I can barely remember. Um, the Aladdin one. Post-apocalyptic sure. future. Because uh, imagine, imagine they do actually. Uh, imagine it's, they no, did cool. do that, I like it. but it's like cool. then it'd just be like a, a you know, it's a Fallout New Vegas per- DLC. It'd just be rich person, poor person poor person saves rich person from their what, well the film know, doesn't change whatever. at all really it's yeah just, it has so, a really but cool it's just, backstory but imagine like the set the setting changed and like mm. i don't know well, the, well this I is the one these are the theories i like ones that don't actually take away from the it's just like oh it's like you don't have to re- like if i'm thinking that as much as i love the jigsaw theory if my if the whole time i'm watching home alone looking at this innocent kid meant to back him up but i'm like you're gonna become a mur- mass murderer like hmm <laughs> Like, it'd be like how I feel listening to Michael Jackson songs now. Like, mm, this is uh, good, but... Oh, actually, man. My, uh, my other one would probably be the Willy Wonka one. That's just cause very I find cool. That, I just find that... And I, and I like it. Like, I like thinking... Because the whole... Because he is weird. So, like, yeah. And also, those kids are it all... Doesn't cha- like, it doesn't... Like, it it adds to it. It doesn't, yeah, like, yeah. change. Well, that's why I also like the... It, um, what we see. Like, you, you can imagine what's going on behind the scenes. Whereas, like, the Aladdin one, it's kind of like... I don't well, know. For no, me, I can, no. I can suspend my disbelief and be like, "Yeah, sure." And it just ended up like this. It's yeah, more of a but at the same time, but, yeah. like it's not really based in 
Oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I'd, 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 yeah, I'd say my favourite one would have to be either the um, the Willy Wonka one, and I'm also going to go with... I Just because I love Inception so much, That's I, I've heard that before, and I'm like, that's a cool thing where it's like there's a detail in there, but if you believe it or you don't, it just it actually makes the film more interesting. Like, I can just be like, well, maybe in his dream... Uh, maybe in his dream, you know, it's just like that because he, like, uh, because, you know... Um, What's his ex-girlfriend? Well, dead wife called in that again. I forgot her name. Uh, whatever. Uh, She's Talia. Talia from uh, Don't Know Rises. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, like I like I. You know, maybe it's just the fact that she's playing with his mind. She's always a part of him when he's in the dream. So it's like that's why the ring's always there. It's subconscious. He doesn't even know. But also, I like. I really like it as the idea of like. A thing that Christopher Nolan put in there for the audience it's a totem for the audience that I like I mean I've come up with that the, this doesn't say it in the thing that's me saying that I like the idea I've come up with um, <laughs> which is a bit vain but I think it's I, that, someone's probably wrote it somewhere but I like that idea it's like in, it's like Inception itself it's like there's deeper meaning to it but it's not like pretentious it's just cool I, I like the layers that it has yeah. but yeah and um that's gonna bring us to the end of the show. Oh, I had a tasty. I had a blast. I had a blast with that. I'm. We'll see. We'll see how it does, and maybe maybe we'll come back one day and do good housekeeping's other twenty craziest movie theories that'll have you rethinking Willy Wonka. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We shall see. Um. Yeah. Thanks very much for watching, listening, wherever you're getting this. Cool. We appreciate it. Uh, Cheers, lads. If you're on YouTube, you know, drop drop us a drop us a licky, drop us a subscribe if you want. It's up to you. No one cares. It's fine. It's your life. You do what you want. You're perfectly welcome to watch. What? Click on this video. Skip to the end. Listen to this bit at the end. Have no idea what the whole podcast was actually about, and give us a view. That's fine. You can do that multiple times if you want. That's fine. Uh, make us feel good. Um, speaking of making people feel good, Joe, what are you going to do for the lovely people at home if they do like this video? Oh. God, okay. Um, I'm gonna throw a a uncut pizza at your forehead like a frisbee. Uncooked or uncut or both? Uncut, because so then it cooked. would just it's cooked but uncut because then it would not I, act like a frisbee. I hate I hate to be interrupting so much at the very start of this, but do you well, think do you well. think that you can throw a pizza? like a frisbee without it because it's floppy so the wind catching it or are you just a very good throw um i get i attain a high high velocity mm. um quite quickly a good spin on from it, so after it after my its... throw I see. it would slice okay. it would slice through the air and wow. uh, in fact when it came into contact with this person's forehead um it would actually slice the top of your head off whoa hmm and this is what you're going to do for people if they leave a like? Yeah. My God, what are you going to do for the people who don't? Just leave them alone. Well, you see, it carries on from there. Because oh, after after giving you a mortal wound, oh, a fatal combat. wound, some might say, yeah, well, um, yeah, I, will use my, I will use my uh, expert surgeon skills to reattach the top of your head oh, and, oh, in shit. fact, save your life. So oh, then you instantly become indebted to me. And oh. I'm in no way um, at fault at all because I saved your life. And now you have to so, leave another like. No problem. 
what no happens problem, if guys. what happens if they like the video and then in appreciation for you saving their life they make a new account and like the video again do you then again go and recut their head off and re reattach it well as soon as someone likes the video i i just kind of appear at Before their location them. so, so they like, just they're just kind of they, yeah, they're the just second, they're just kind of wishing it upon themselves, them, and you'd just be like, "Oh, f I already did you come, really, bro? Come on, you got well, like I'm a cooked pizza in your hand. Uh, You're like, come uh, on, bro. I'm contractually. Uh... You'd be like, I'm gonna do this to you again, and I'm not happy about it this time. This you know is what, though, you. I like every you. video. Oh shit, so do I. I think no, I've been don't doing like my own videos. I've been I've been doing these things to myself. Oh my hmm. god. Being able to throw a pizza in a way that it comes back around Frisbee. and cuts your head off. Frisbee and then pizza. as you're I mean, bleeding out, pizza. even though your brain's cut in half, you'll still have functionality to reattach it. That's incredible. Hmm. I guess. I guess I could do that. You could just exempt yourself anyway. from it. You are on the show. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll decide. But yeah, that's it. You'll leave a like and you'll see how you feel after your head's been cut off. See, that's thunder. I don't know if the mic picked it up. That's, it's been thundering today, yes? I'm not crazy. I haven't heard any. Damn it! I'm so They're convinced it's crazy. been I am kind of crazy. Guy. It's crazy guy. hot. <laughs> oh. Oh, uh, yeah. To any ladies who were listening to this while they're on your period. What? Happy, happy period. We'll see you oh, in a month. <laughs> happy, happy period day. Guys. Unless you've gone through the menopause, in which case, God, uh, yes, you're so my, much better. How does my forty-five plus year old, how forty-five year old plus women listeners? I Hell guess. yeah, we've a thirty percent female. Mm, really? What? what? Yeah, yeah, six. Well done. No, sorry, seventy well percent male. We have non, no non-binary people watching this, so we're not good enough. Mm. Got to reach out to those furries non-binary podcast coming next week <laughs> we're reviewing the term non-binary oh, re <laughs> review oh no nah. review the species review, the, review all sexualities rank them <laughs> rank them on an S to do, E you know, you know those tournament, yeah. those How, tournament uh, brackets we do uh, yeah. <laughs> oh god but it's genders yeah. and sexualities that would yeah, get that so would many go likes down. that would go down well it would People are very understanding nowadays of comedy and joking. Yeah. yeah. Well, much like the Joker, I'm going to go off to the Iraq war now. I'll see you all later. Hmm. Yeah. See you guys. Wish me luck. <laughs> Good luck, Joker. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know how I get these scars? It was from the Daleks. Rose, give me that ass. <laughs> and then back it up. Goodbye. Hello again. Glad you enjoyed the show. Just to let you know there is no recorded sexual crimes in any way linked to the Oompa Loompas from the original or remake of Willy Wonka. However, there was an assault in Norwich back in 2013 where two of the men involved were dressed up as Oompa Loompas. In January, in Norwich? What the fuck? Anyway have a nice day. Bye.